Positive Nobody. I'm your host, Martini Jean. This is where I discuss things from matters of the heart to the heart of the matter and share my perspective, even though our perspectives might not be shared. Okay. Welcome, everybody. This is Merit at First Sight, Season 12, Episode 7. How do you know you're in love? Yeah, so, um, personally, I, I have no idea. <laughs> you know, uh, I haven't been that way in quite some time. Actually, my, I guess my modus operandi, or uh, my MO right now is just like, how do you know that you're obsessed, <laughs> essentially? <laughs> oh, man, it's crazy. Uh... I get into like a new crush every other damn week and it's and it's it, it's tiring. <laughs> you know, because you don't even care if it's not going to work or anything like that. It's just that you just want a new person to be attached to or obsessed about so so you can care again, you know? Because you miss it so much. I remember, I don't know if I spoke about this the other episodes or whatever, but, you know, again, I've been feeling pretty lonely the last couple of days, and, um, well, lately, I should say, and uh, I remember it was just a really nice day the other day, and, because I, I love, I love summer, um, and, well, not even summer, but just warm weather, I just love warm weather, the cold I hate it in the rain. I hate it when it's warm and it's nice. It's it's great and it feels amazing. I feel so uplifted and I feel like just driving with the windows down and all that good stuff, you know? And um, it's just that, yeah, I've just been feeling lonely and it's like, damn, I really, I really was in the mood to um take somebody on a date <laughs> not even on a date but just like seriously like literally what i wanted to do was just take like call somebody if i had somebody and like just take them out for ice cream and then just chill out and hang out you know I, I just really wanted to feel like that and i really didn't have anybody again yeah sure i have my friends with benefit but that's not her role you know that's not what i use <laughs> It's not what I use her for, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I don't want any uh, uh, mixed signals or anything like that, or or even worse. Let's say if I do want to do that and she says, no, that's not what this relationship is about, I don't want to feel rejected, even though she would be right as well, you know? So it's crazy, so I, I don't know, but... The the thing with my obsession right now is like I have a new obsession. I mean it it's been it, it this one has been here for quite some time, maybe like six or seven years or something. I had this like this little crush on somebody, and I'm finally going to see her after so many years because just she's just because of what she does for work. Um, she, well, as a living, I should say she's she's she gets stationed you know, very far away, and she's, right now, she's finally in the States, and uh, we'll call her doctor, so she's finally in the States, and doctor, I saw her that she was in New York City, and 
I was like, oh man, should I just, should I just quote unquote shoot my shot and be like, hey, let's meet up or whatever. But I was like, oh, I don't know. It's so stupid. You're not going to get with her, man. And you know, it's like, why, why even bother? You're not going to get with her. You guys are too different, you know, and uh, all this stuff. But I'm like, man, I just want to feel, man. You know, I just want to feel, I just want to be in her presence and feel, you know, even though it'll hurt <laughs> because I'm a masochist and she, and I was like, fuck it. Cause I haven't seen, I haven't really seen her. I mean, we follow each other on social media, but I haven't physically seen her maybe oh, six or seven years probably. And, um, so I was like, yo, you know what? F it. I was like, Hey, you know, I know your time is limited. I know you're probably going to see your family, but Hey, if you know, if you want to get up maybe sometime while you're here, um, I would love to see you, you know, to, to that effect. And she's like, yeah, sure. And she says she's going to Atlantic city with her family for a week, but then she'll be back next week. So I said, Oh, all right, no problem. So we'll, when you come back, we'll, we'll, uh, see our options and she hearted and this is through she this is through dm and she hearted she liked my post on that i was like oh cool and you know me i'm like oh my god she's she liked it this is gonna be great and <laughs> you know and and that doesn't that doesn't mean anything it doesn't mean anything she, it probably just literally means that she just liked that and okay i'm being assertive and i really want to see her and which i do I definitely want to see her. I haven't seen her in six or seven years. But then again, she gives me like goosebumps. You know, she's super cute. Um, she's very ambitious. She's humble. She's fucking hot. And like, I don't know. I, I, I can't. And since then, she, she said yes. Like, I have not been able to stop thinking about her. Like, I haven't. And it's just, it's just stupid because nothing can really come from it you know she lives so she doesn't even live on the continent you know and how how would we even work in that retrospect um so it's like why bother and it's not even why bother that's just me um because again she probably in her mind she's just saying oh yay a friend that i haven't seen in a long time and me i'm taking it like oh my god um unrequited love <laughs> but, it's, but again it's it's not that it's just that the, it's just the lack of feeling man the lack of feeling all my friends are in a relationship that well, hopefully they're doing well but still they have somebody to lean on they have somebody to express their emotions with all that good stuff and i'm constantly trying to find that person that will do it for me in that sense so and again, I'm, I don't want to dump everything on this chick. It's just that I just want to feel. So, yeah, I can't wait to see her. And again, it's been bad because I've, I've been thinking about her every day. And you know how my imagination gets. Like, I'm, I've dreamt about her past couple of days. In my head, we've had sex. We'd have amazing sex, actually. Um, it's Yeah, it's been pretty rough. And I'm like, why are you doing this to yourself? You are taking this way too far. And um, and, I, and I'm not going to necessarily express my 
feelings towards her. There's no point. So I'm just going to just, you know, uh, die slowly <laughs> with these feelings <laughs> in myself because there's, there's no sense of, there's no sense in, um, bringing them up for what, for, for more hate. I mean, for more loneliness and all that stuff, or just like, Hey, you know, I mean, that's sweet, but I already have somebody back home or whatever, you know, I, I don't need any of that. But, uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. So I don't even know what to do with this feeling where, where to, where to execute it at. I I don't, and it, and it kind of sucks. So yeah, that's what's going on right now. That's, that's, uh, that's what I get from the title. How do you know you're in love? I mean, I'm not definitely in love with this chick. It's just that, like, I, I have a super big crush on her. That's pretty much about it. And, and that and that is your impromptu, uh, what is it? What did I used to call it? Top of the morning to you? <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> oh, man. I, I forget what my my segment is even called. But you know what I mean, long-time listener. You, you, know, you know exactly tail at the top there you go <laughs> so there's my short little tail at the top um but yeah so if hopefully when i see a doctor in a couple of days i'll let you know how it happened uh, or i'll let you know what happens i should say and i guess we'll just take it from there but anyway let's get back into the show Married at First Sight, Season 12, Episode 7. Trying to push these along because as of right now, I think they're, I think in real time, they're on Episode 11. I'm ch- and again, I keep trying to catch up, but it's just too dang quick. I don't have enough time <laughs> to catch up with this damn show. I'm just so busy with life, it, it, it stinks. But, all right, let's go. So, Day 7 of Marriage, okay? So, everyone is going back to the airport. They're sending their goodbye videos to us. We're, we're seeing everything. And the first, I mean, the one of the last people to do their videos is Haley and Jacob. So, um, Haley's at the airport by herself going home. And then Haley is explaining that she was having a drink with the girls. And she texted Jake to let him know. But then... Jake all of a sudden Jacob blew up accusing her of accusing Haley of having a boyfriend back home which was very random <laughs> you know and so so Haley got to switch her seat on the um on the airplane and while Jacob sat in his original seat so they didn't they they flew in the same plane but didn't seat sit in the same seat so that is kind of a a freaking like blow up that's that's insane (laughs) to just go like that because i know i mean i know in the last episode jacob was pissed that um uh i think this is still in reference to the other night that Haley said that she was going to have a couple drinks i mean i'm sorry um that she was gonna have a girls night so he was like, okay, and then when Jacob, they were going to have a girls' night in the hotel, but I guess when Jacob went downstairs for whatever reason and saw that the husbands were also there with their wives, and he wasn't there, he was like, oh, okay, and then they all, and not even that, they all scattered as if they were caught, 
he got pissed and was like, okay, what is going on? So I guess that's where he gets his uh, assumptions from. But, I, well, you can get your assumptions that assumption that like, okay, something's up. She told me one thing, but I'm seeing another. But then just to throw on the accusation or assumption that she has a boyfriend back home when Haley has been telling us for the ever since the matchmaking special that she hasn't had a boyfriend in seven years because she's 28 and she hasn't had a boyfriend since she's 21 granted i'm sure in those seven years she's had sexual partners so i guess Haley uh jacob's claim can still count but um as as a boyfriend you know she hasn't had a committed relationship in seven years so she's like what are you talking about what is this accusation that you're spewing because i haven't had a boyfriend since i was 21 so very weird anyway so now they it's the day everybody's coming back from their honeymoons but also again they this is the day where they all move into the same uh uh apartment complex and that was oh man i, I kind of wish that maybe it was maybe season i don't know maybe season eight or nine that has been implemented where they wanted to get rid of the additional stress of being married at first sight with also trying to figure out where we're going to move and all that stuff um yeah, where where they're gonna move, where they're gonna move to, and blah blah blah. So they were just like, okay, we'll f we'll foot the bill and have you in, all in the same complex. Obviously, not in the same floor or whatever, but in the same complex. So that can be eliminated. You don't have to stress out. Obviously, they all have to move in, but everyone has equal footing because sometimes people would be like, okay, well, I work here. And you work there, so I I suggest we move over here because it's closer to me, or something like that. Or let's move in the let's find a place in the middle, and somebody would get angry or blah blah blah. But now that's eliminated, which is, I mean, it's good and bad because it's good for the show because you really want to have eight weeks not of not of real not to be void of real trouble, but just you really since it's such a quick experiment, it is eight weeks. You just really want to have eight weeks of really, really getting to know the person before you're like, okay, yeah, I'm going to spend the rest of my life with this person, as opposed to all these obstacles, which is, which is in the whole uh, universe of getting married and all that stuff. Yeah, you will have to eventually figure out where you want to live, what type of place you want to live in whether it's a, an apartment condo high rise all that stuff yeah but so soon after meeting the person i think they just want to alleviate as much as they can just so you're like okay yeah in eight weeks yeah we can talk about that we can really hunker down and be like yep i want to spend the rest of my life with this person even though i'm already married to this person so i i, I get it i get it, it, it it's it's a good thing so the first thing is uh, Brianna and Vincent. So even, oh man. 
So, like I was talking to you the last time, they, every time I say a person's, um, I go I I go in order of how they show it on the screen. So every time I say a couple's names, they show their title card of their wedding day, a picture of their wedding day, and it says you know Brianna Vincent or whatever. But it, and they have a title card. But even before the title card even goes away, Brianna is already being bossy um, to Vincent. Like they get into um, they get into the house to see how it is, and it's nice. I I, I always love when they show these places. It, it's a really just quaint apartment complex, and inside it's pretty it's pretty sweet, and you can make it your own. But even before the title card goes away, it's you already hear Brianna in the background. Don't forget to take off your shoes. I know. Don't don't forget to take your shoes off. And it's like, what? When was this rule implemented? We this is our first time literally getting into the house, and you're saying it as if you already lived here, and I forgot the rule. <laughs> you know what I mean? Don't forget to take your shoes off. What do you What do you mean? This This is no one's house right now. I mean, yes, it's our house, but but still this is our first time looking at the house and you're already like oh don't forget to take off your shoes huh and plus it's wood flooring where you can walk around with your shoes and sandals i mean all right some people don't want to i mean i don't know to each their own me i would walk around with shoes because um i don't want to get my socks dirty but it's like it's better than carpet. I can understand if it was carpet and you're like, all right, don't take your shoes off. Maybe that's kind of common. I mean, don't forget to take your shoes off because maybe that's common sense because you will dirty the carpet. But it's wood. Just freaking walk on it. You know, but she's already saying like, oh, th this is the first rule. Don't forget to take off your shoes. And it's like, eh, whatever. And um, she says that one of her quirks is she likes to pick up things after people. And she will continue to do that until it uh until it bothers vincent because she said that she picked she picked up a lot of vincent's things during the honeymoon he would just like leave it all around and she would just pick it up i guess not being not bothered by it because she kind of likes it um so all right fine <laughs> um and she she also is telling him oh can you fix up your beard She's like, you know how, she, well, if you, if you watch the show, she, um, every time they, well, not every time, there's been a couple times where they're talking to each other and she's just like massaging his beard, but now she's like looking at it and like, ho like holding his chin and she looks to the left, to the right and he's like, oh, can you, can you, can you fix your beard? And it's like, what? I don't know. It's like, why are you telling me to fix my beard? I mean, it's one. Th I don't know. It, it would. It would be. It would be effed up. And he's like, oh, can you? I don't know. Lose a couple pounds or something like that. Like, why are you looking at my appearance? I mean, it's it's one. It, it it it's my beard. I could do whatever I want with it. <laughs> so how about if I, how about if I like it this way? What, what what happens now? You know, it's just like, come get off me what is your deal like don't forget to take off my shoes uh fix your beard what is what <laughs> why again why are you up on me man like i don't i don't know i don't like that i, I told y'all i told y'all from the beginning i do not like this chick and it's finally showing but anyway 
Virginia and Eric, they they go into their apartment. They start looking through the uh, the cabinets, and Virginia's like, "Ooh, we're gonna need some more wine glasses," and she starts laughing. I'm like, "Oh my god!" Of course, of course, we need more wine glasses, Virginia. <laughs> and um, uh, what's it called? Um, Eric and Virginia start talking, and she's saying, "Yeah, I mean, it's it's gonna be great that." We're going to live here, but of course, I'm going to need my alone time, kind of like a day of alone time. And uh, Eric is like, what? Who says that? That doesn't happen in a marriage. Please, if, if, if there was an allowance of a day of alone time, men would pick it up super quick. <laughs> we we would be like, what? We get we get to have an, a day, an entire day of alone time? Where do I sign up? <laughs> where do i freaking sign up that doesn't happen in a marriage again that doesn't necessarily mean that i need to be up your ass 24 7 but a day of alone time that that's absurd that's absurd even me i would be i would miss my wife i'd be like okay where is she i, I want some hugs i want some hugs and kisses where is she at you know um so Paige and chris oh whoa, whoa. okay so <laughs> Apparently, Paige is moving into her apartment, into her apartment by herself because Chris decided to go to Chicago for a couple days to to get away and to give him time and space that he's uh, asked for so he could, you know, be prepared and come back. Um, And I don't know why. Paige is okay with this because uh, I don't know because I don't know why she feels that she needs to be the obedient wife that's my thing where it's like okay I get it at the end of the day you don't want anybody to say that you never tried or or no one could ever say that she didn't try because oh you want to Oh, you have. Oh, you don't find me attractive. Oh, okay. Uh, oh my goodness, your uh ex fiance is pregnant, six weeks pregnant. Okay. Oh man. Um, you want to go to Chicago for a couple of days and don't want to move in to the apartment complex? Oh, okay. It's like at the end of the day, let's say if it does fail, you don't want to be like, well, you see, I gave it my all. I didn't want to. I didn't want to say no to anything and I gave it my all. You can't you can't take that away from me. Yes, Paige, you're right. We cannot take that away from you. You did everything in your power. But at the same time, it's like why do you feel that that's a good thing? Why do you feel that you need to go through so much pain and just tolerate whatever? Imagine, I don't know, imagine 10, 15, 20 years of this. You want to go through all that just to say you were the obedient wife, you were the best wife in the world, and no one can sit, no one can take that away from you. What? Why would you want that prize? That is a horrible prize to have. <laughs> you know, no, no one. I mean, I don't want to say no one's feeling sorry for you. Everybody's feeling sorry for you, and I'm not even on Twitter. Um, I know that people feel sorry for you but they're also not they're not they're not clapping for you either <laughs> you know they're not saying that's right she's a ride or die chick go ahead girl no 
Everyone's saying, get out. <laughs> get out, Paige. What the hell are you doing? Why are you doing that to yourself? This is freaking horrible. I, I don't know. I don't know why you feel that you need to do that. Uh, this just reminds me of um Mindy from season 10 when she was with uh, Zach, freaking model, uh, model fitness guy, Zach, where Zach was kind of like the same thing. He thought that she was hot. Um, I don't think they ever they ever had sex though. Uh, no, I don't think they did. But she, but he thought she was okay. They went on vacation, and I mean vacation, the honeymoon, and things started just unraveling from there. And then when it was time to come back and move into the crib, he stayed at his house. He stayed at his house while she moved in to the new apartment and that's how pretty much for them for their rest of their time in the show that's how they lived and all the all her friends the experts was like yo why aren't you moving into the house we don't understand oh i don't want to ruin my routine she gets up early i mean no i get up early i don't want to disturb her blah 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 like dude you could have moved in there's there's a guest room inside the apartment complex you could have just stayed in there and would have been fine but the thing is he didn't find her attractive anymore um and but at the same time she he was making her he was making her life like a living hell because she was always in question of is this right where is this going what's wrong with me all those questions making her go crazy and she didn't know what to do but then she finally got some sense and divorced him before decision day i think a, a couple weeks before decision day actually so good for her good for mindy but Paige, man nothing i mean yeah mindy got mindy got some uh mindy got treated poorly but does nothing in comparison to uh, page where but page is still like nope this is what god intended i'm gonna go through i'm gonna you know ch take take every challenge head on and i will be the better person because of it at the end of the day because god is with me and blah 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 and it's like no this is bad you're not supposed to go through this much trial and tribulation and this much testing and this much pressure for what to what end what do you think what do you think you'll get at the end of it will you start glowing like i don't know like blue leroy from the last dragon and you have the glow like you're impenetrable do you think you'll become a super saiyan and start glowing like goku or something like that nothing is gonna happen to you except trauma and pain <laughs> that's that's it and and uh, uh, years of therapy <laughs> that that's what's gonna happen you're not gonna get this shining award to say that you are amazing i mean granted you're definitely loyal i'll give you that but you need to be loyal to the person who deserves the loyalty not to somebody who's just episode after every episode it's a new thing tagged on to the old it's a new horrible thing uh, uh being toppled on the all the other bad things it's just mind-blowing it's it's mind-blowing what this guy comes up with just to make me hate him even more and but 
but to also see you suffer more too. Every episode, I'm like, man, what's going to happen now? Oh my goodness, this happens? Oh my goodness, why is she still taking it? <laughs> That's every episode. It's ridiculous, Paige. You're killing me right now. Woo. Goodness, that was a long ass rant. All right. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> let's let's uh continue to keep going. Okay, so we have uh Clara and Ryan. So uh, Clara says that she's glad that there's less carpet, so we can ha- so we don't have to vacuum as much. Boom! As soon as I saw that, I was like, "Thank you, Clara. That's why I want to fuck you." <laughs> you know. Because you're awesome, right? Like, this is exactly what I'm talking about. But freaking Brianna, oh, don't don't forget to take off your shoes. It's like, come on, man. Like, <sighs> freaking, uh, just the difference. That's, that's, all, that's, all, that's all that I'm, that's all that I'm pointing out is the difference. <laughs> um, But, um, what's it called? So they're, ta- they're on the uh, living room couch and they're just talking about, how their future with living each other with living with each other is going to be and she says that you know she definitely needs a regimen which ryan is perfect for is accustomed to and she says that yeah he sleeps around at 10 or 10 30 and she gasps because she's like oh my god that's when my parents go to sleep and she says that she usually goes to bed at like 1 or 1 30 a.m and he's like what and she's like yeah i haven't slept at you know, when it, I haven't slept at 1030 in about 10 years. I think she's like 26 or 27. I forget. Um, but uh, she's like, and he's like, yeah, um, he needs his pitch black darkness in his room to like go to sleep. And that's a non-negotiable for him. And she and her, she likes to sleep with the, um, she likes to fall asleep to the television. And he's like, nope, sorry, that's not happening. And, but you know she obliged because she's because he did say that's a non-negotiable what a what a that's <laughs> so funny like what a non-negotiable it's because it's like i don't know some people use that they use their no this is how it's happening card on i guess bigger things or something or it's like okay i i I don't want you to smoke whether whether it's weed or cigarettes or a non-negotiable is is drinking i i will not tolerate drinking or whatever so so you don't even you don't even ask the person do you no it's not even you don't ask the person do you drink like on a dating site if they do drink you're like all right i'm not even dealing with you so you don't even need to have that ten like that tension of a conversation but it's like with ryan it's like oh hey my non-negotiable no it's not smoking no it's not you being a single mother or something like that not me not dating a single mother it's hey I need to have my room dark. <laughs> That's non-negotiable, damn it. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> um, but she's like, okay, fine. You, I won't watch television at nighttime so you can have the uh, your darkness on. But she said that she needs to have her fans on. And he's like, all right, fine. That's cool. There's, there's no problem. And I totally, I totally get both things because I used to date somebody um who had who had to have the air conditioner on i believe at 63 or 67 degrees i i forget um exactly i used to know by heart but um 
Yeah, she used to have her air conditioner on at 63, 67, like all day, not even at night, like all day. So when she would go into the room, it'd be a nice, cool thing. But for me, for her, it was cool. But for me, when I would used to sleep over or like go over to have, you know, sexy time or whatever, um, it it was fucking cold. <laughs> it was cold as hell. So I couldn't wait to have sex so, it, so I can be warmed up enough to continue the act because it'd be cold in her uh, room. But I get it. Uh, we all we all have our quirks. So Haley and Jacob, um, they get to their spot, and uh, Haley's like, "So, uh, do you want to take the tour of the house, or do you just want to get right into it? Because obviously they haven't been talking, so it's like, okay, do you want to do you want to be fake or do you want to be real? Essentially, and he's like, "All right, fine. So let's get into it." And essentially, we find out that. The reason why he was accusing, um, uh, the reason why Jacob was accusing Haley of having a boyfriend back home is because uh, he's going off a situation in his past, which is always bad, but totally understandable, where a woman that he was courting would say something, but then he would eventually find out that um, he that she was using Jacob to cheat on her real boyfriend, you know? So it's, it, that's happened to him multiple times. So when Haley was giving off these signals, it sent red flags to him. And of course he, uh, reacted, he saw all the signs. So he just reacted and wanted to, I guess, get in front of it before it bit him in the ass once again. And I get that, but still, um, but, uh, she says that she hasn't eaten in two whole days because she, she was being accused as being a liar. And, um, so they, they had a little tiff, um, but J- Jacob uh, uh, finally apologized the day after and say, let's, let's start over because he did talk out of pocket and was like, yo, you what you let, um, you lied to me. You have somebody back home. I was like, whoa. But but I get where he's coming from. I mean, I don't know if I would do the same thing. Or maybe, I don't know if I would do the same thing, but I would probably think the same way. Just like, oh, look at all these patterns. It's the same freaking pattern. Am I the am I the other guy again? God damn it. And now, and now I'm not even that it's another person doing this. It's my wife. It's my own wife who's playing me like all those other bitches played me too. Oh no, fuck that. I'm getting ahead of this. So I get it. I, I get what uh, I get the issue that um Jacob was having. I'm not necessarily condoning it because it is foul that he just off the rip, just boom, accuser of of that without real evidence. Even though that thing that he did see with her saying that it was a girls' night, but then all of a sudden it's a everybody but me night, <laughs> you know. So yeah, I would definitely question that, but. I mean, well, what she said, well, putting putting an accusation like that now, she's uh, not even whatever attraction that she had before or whatever vulnerable vulnerability that she had before. Now it's waned because she's like, oh, man, I can't I can't deal with you now because you just accuse me of a lot of stuff. So sorry. So I get it. So now that it comes to all the to the part where the couples are now now that they've all 
seeing the neutral home that they're going to live in for the rest of the experiment. Now they go and visit each other's homes where they live and how people are. I, I skipped all that. I mean, it was it was fun to see, but nothing really noteworthy. And if there was anything noteworthy, I put it in the notes to uh, to uh, talk about. But essentially, they just, they all just see each other's houses, see how they are, see how neat they are, and blah, 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 blah. How neat or how messy they are, so it, whatever. So now, they all, they all went to each other's houses, blah, blah, blah. And then now they all get to meet Pastor Cal. Not that they didn't meet him before, but it's just that now, now the experts are uh, not chiming in. But it's time to meet the experts, essentially. So first up is Pastor Cal. So these are the Pastor Cal meetings and what Pastor Cal wants to concentrate on since there's only so little time to cultivate a bond or, or something. Well, not even, they don't have that much time. They have less time than they think to talk about these subjects. So he just wants to come in and see if they are talking about it and if they're not, why? And those subject matters are children, finances, responsibilities, and life goals. Because those things are very important, very important in a marriage. And if you guys aren't talking about it now, you don't have that much time to figure those things out. Because there's only uh, uh, six weeks left, right? Seven. There's seven weeks left. Because right now they're on day I think right now they're on day seven or day eight of uh, marriage or so. It's not that long. So first up is Vincent and Brianna. Vincent, he sees them first and he says, okay, so what are the things you like about each other? <clears throat> and Brianna says that he's kind, asks me how I am all the time. And he says she completes me. Both, uh, he says that they're both motivational people. She, compl she compliments everything. And uh, he, she she compliments everything that i have going for myself which for his last girlfriend uh didn't apparently because she left him because he was trying to be an entrepreneur and she wanted him to have a stable nine to five which i understand from a woman's perspective because um a stable nine to five is that's what it is stable and women love financial stability they don't really like it when not to say they don't like it when you want to go for your goals, but when it's all about risk, that's the thing that they don't like because if that risk fails, now they're now you and them are backed up by years now. So now it's going to take you years to recover and they don't want to move back in lifestyle. I remember Chris Rock saying that in one of his specials. I forget which one. Uh it was when he was in like in a like a red velour suit. I forget what it was. Um, but it was it was before the send the messenger one. I think I forget which one. It was it was the one the one after big and bigger and blacker. The one after that. But he was saying that. Um, he was saying that men men can't go backwards sexually, and women can't go back in lifestyle. And that is a very poignant observation that he has uh, landed on because it's true. 
I mean, by the, I don't know, by the, what was he saying for the women? He was saying, like, when you used to be on the bus and then you finally found somebody, you you know, a man picked you up in a car. You're like, ooh, I love this car. I'm never riding the bus again. And when the chick, when the chick uh, is dating a guy with his own apartment, she's like, ooh, like, you're an apartment? I never want to live in my mom's house ever again you know or or she's not gonna go out with a dude who lives with his mom you know so she always wants to go forward she doesn't want to go back in lifestyle and the same thing it is with a dude like sexually once you introduce something sexually it's on the menu now like he's not gonna he's you know the first time a guy like has has head he's not going to want to go back to not having it, <laughs> you know, he's going to want, he's going to want, let's, so let's say girl number one gives him head, he's going to want girl number two to do that, so if she's like, oh, no, I don't give head, oh, pff, well, bye, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm, you don't give head, I'm not giving you my time of day, I'm not giving you the time of day, peace out, so it's, it's the same thing, so I understand, I understand Vincent's, ex's issue with him trying to step out of step outside the box and do something but at the same time it caught it it comes with a risk and she didn't want that risk she i don't know she didn't want to she didn't want to risk she didn't want to risk that risk so she left but with brianna she's confident in herself and even though if he does step back they have each other's back and she can be able to move forward too. Maybe not to say that he would lose his job or something like that, but like she would be able to hold it down for the couple months that it will take for him to get back and together. But even she said that, no, we're, we're going to help each other together to get to that goal that he wants to get to. And I think that's what a lot of women don't um, understand is that we do want a partner that, supports us and supports our goals it's not so much that um it's all about you now now again that might seem like a double standard like oh why do i have to support your goals how can we all support mine of course we do we're like we're almost we're almost made to because remember we're the provider so we're already taking care of you even though we don't want to or not that is our job to take care of you because we're the provider trust me you'll you'll let us know every every damn day <laughs> that we're the provider and all that stuff so it's like all right while we're doing that we want to attain to bigger things because we have bigger aspirations so we definitely do want that help from you to to support us it doesn't necessarily have to be financially but emotional support we want emotional support we want you to be like you know babe i believe in you you're gonna do it whatever you have set your mind on and we just need that and i think a lot of women just think that it's like oh no you're supposed to i got married to you so you can take care of me well what is this whole i gotta support you bullshit <laughs> you know what i mean you have to make sure that my lifestyle doesn't change that doesn't change in that not in that retrospect but that that i don't go back to where i was before you're supposed to you're supposed to maintain that and i don't know why women think that that's my only role in the relationship is to main is to not have you go back to where you were as while while i am trying to ascend where we are now like you're worried about the past i'm worried about the future and you don't want to help me towards the future while you're thinking about i don't i never want to go back to the past 
you know? So, <clears throat> um, let's just try to help each other <laughs> in that retrospect. Emotionally support me, and then you'll never have to worry about the past ever again. How about that? Um, but yeah, so, um, yeah, so he says he's a new business owner. He needs somebody to have his back, and he, uh, Brianna does. It, he, she says that he's very ambitious and driven, and I appreciate that. Um, and with him, he's like low key. He he looks at her dead in the eye and says that we're gonna be well off, and I'm gonna, and I what we're gonna be well off, and you're gonna have everything that you want. I promise you that. I'm like, I mean, that's cool. That's very ambitious. I mean, yeah, that's very ambitious and that's a good dedication to have. But again, what do you want, Vinny? You know, we like how come we can't ask for that? What do you want? Because you're telling her, you looked her dead in the eye and said that we are going to be well off and you are going to have everything that you want. I promise you that. Okay, cool. I, I respect that as as a man and you as being the provider. But what do you want? Because you're promising her what she, whatever she wants. But what are you getting back in return? Has she said that? Has she would 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 she look you in the eye and say you're going to get everything that you want or you're just supposed to just put your. Uh, your wants to the side and only provide her wants, and then you'll be happy because happy wife, happy life. <laughs> you know. So, what do you, what do you get from that? Hopefully, you get something. But then Pastor Cal's is like, okay, so what? What don't you? What are some of the issues that you that you've run across? And he says, well, her commun her communication and tone. And he just says, you know, just just don't disrespect me. That's that's all he cares about because sometimes her delivery and her tone, even though the sentence is completely fine, her communication and her tone is what makes it negative and might come off as disrespectful. So he doesn't like that, which I completely understand because no one wants no one wants that. You know? Um No no one wants to deal with that nonsense so yeah don't 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 respect me that don't disrespect me i should say and then and then that's it you know so day 10 of marriage yes 10 day i mean day 10 of marriage so it's eric and virginia so we find out so pasuka meets them and we finally find out that they had sex so at this point um uh, we know that Brianna and Vincent had sex. Haley and Jacob had sex. Chris and Paige definitely had sex. And now Eric and Virginia. So the only people who have not had sex yet is Ryan and Clara. Okay, so um, Pastor Cal asks, what are uh, the issues in the um, relationship? And Eric comes up with, you know, the party life. And he knows that she hasn't had real or any real uh stable relationships and she might think that this relationship right now is a boyfriend girlfriend one as opposed to a marriage and um uh what's it called uh and virginia is saying that she is 
Virginia is saying that Eric got mad that he didn't get a text for letting him know where she was. And they're like, what? Because I guess she was going somewhere. And he said, hey, you know, give me a text. Shoot me a text when you get there. And she felt that that was like intrusive. And I mean, I, I, I've only like done that with my parents. You know, I, you know, a, 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 a boyfriend has never done that with her before. <clears throat> and I can see both sides of that because she feels that he's being overprotective. She also said, oh, what was it? Oh, she also said that um, when she was going out somewhere and he said, all right, you know, be careful. She was like, she gave him like a look like, excuse me? And then she went on her way. And uh, on the surface level, I'm like, Virginia, are you serious? Like, you're mad that, you're mad that he's mad that you didn't give him a text back saying like where you were. He was. It wasn't like a. Where are you? <laughs> you know why? I don't. I don't know why I sounded like Batman right there. <laughs> but it's like he didn't say, "Where are you? Get your ass home" or something like that. He said, "Give me a text to let me know that you got to the destination of where you were going, so I know that you're safe." Especially with what's going on nowadays. I uh, and I'm I apologize. I forget what the um oh se- ooh, is it it's it's uh Sarah Everhard or something like that. Hold on for a second. Yes, uh Sarah Everhard. I'm sorry if I'm uh mispronouncing her name. But um yeah, that's the, ever since you know the thing that happened to her where she did she followed all the protocols. She wore um she told to her man where she was going um, she was on the phone i believe well, where where her destination was she said she was gonna walk the distance she was on the phone with her boyfriend she wore light clothes all, all the things that women are told to do when you are by yourself walking on the street she did she followed all that stuff and she still got kidnapped and i believe they found her dead or or the remains of her body or something like or stuff like that i'm sorry i didn't do much research on it but i believe that that is where we stand right now so of course the world mourned for this person and then all the and women have come out and said that like yeah we get scared at night because men want to freaking kill us so i don't understand why uh virginia took it to heart as if she's being um watched over like a, a dad or something like no he's just saying listen let me just give me a notice that you're there and it's not even a big thing it's like okay but like okay i i okay again on the surface level i'm getting angry at virginia but i understand because yeah when i was i don't know 16 17 18 19 even 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 older maybe even um what's it called maybe even virginia's age i would get pissed at because my parents would be like okay let me um let me, uh, my parents would be, yeah, oh, give me, give me the phone number of where you're going, I'm like, whoa, excuse me, I'm like 26, what are you, what are you talking about, uh, because they, they didn't know how to text back then, but, uh, they, well, they still don't know today, <laughs> my parents are old, but, um, I get it, yeah, you, you feel like you're being watched, but again, it 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 was my parents you know eric isn't your parents he's a loved one he's your husband so he's just saying like yo 
let me know when you get to Becky's house. And then that's it. You know, I doubt he was going to say, all right, you know, be back by 1030. Like a parent. He's just like, okay, you went out. You got to your destination. I'm good. Cool. I can do whatever I want now. I mean, I can go back to whatever I was doing. My mind is clear. My wife is safe. So I don't understand why she got all uppity about that or the, you know, hey, be careful. I mean, maybe maybe slight of it is being parental because we know how you get Virginia. You get once you get saucy, you become an idiot. So, I mean, I know you can uh, I know you have, I guess, a high tolerance now that when you get to that stage of drunkenness, you can take care of yourself, but that doesn't mean you won't take it be you won't be taken advantage of. You're not impenetrable. You know, so yeah, be fucking careful. <laughs> you know, because we we've seen you. We we what, I don't know. Well yeah, this is episode seven. We know how you get. You've we've seen you with a drink in your hand since the matchmaking special. Since your wedding, you have been drinking. So we know how you get. So yeah, be fucking careful, Virginia. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know. But uh, yeah, and, and it and again, you would think that even though it seems that he's overprotective, you would think that you would be happy because she has ab- abandonment issues. You know, she like she he wants to be there for you and he is literally calling out to you saying hey are you okay you all right it's not like he's saying okay okay i'm going to becky's house all right whatever and then he's just watching the game no he cares for you so with someone with abandonment issues and you seeing that somebody is reaching out to because he cares wouldn't you love that why are you saying why do you think that that's a uh a bad thing to to have i don't get it and that sucks that your other boyfriends or whatever relationships that you have, situationships, it never came to pass for you. That those people were like, well, okay, I'm going to Peggy's house. Yeah, whatever, bitch. I don't care. Just get back here so we can start fucking again. You know, like they didn't care about you because you're, because you didn't even say, oh, man, you know, they, um, they, you're acting just like my exes. Like, no, you never said that. You're you saying that Eric is acting like your parents. So your exes didn't even care for you that much to know where you were. Um, not even know where you were. I mean, like to text to say, Hey, just let me know you're at the destination you're going to and I'm good. You know, like that's I don't know, that's that's interesting. But then Virginia keeps putting a foot in her mouth and she says like yeah um she she doesn't like that he does that and sometimes i pass out on my guy's best friend's house they they might as well be gay and um because they say that nothing happens and and then pastor cal says well are they gay and she goes well no they're not gay so like she said so many things that are wrong with that statement but also i told you i fucking told you that women love women want to turn straight dudes into their gay besties like she just said it she just says they might as well be gay why 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 do they might as well be gay like they're not gay they're straight just because they haven't announced that they want to fuck you that doesn't mean that they won't if you gave them the opportunity and pastor cal says you know what 
as a single person, yeah, you could have done that. But now you're married. Okay, that it's not a she feels that Eric is controlling her because she does those types of things. But it's like, no, it's about respect. Like the pastor Kyle even said that, hey, he's been married. And if his wife is sleeping at some dude, some straight dude's house overnight, he's going to he's going to be worried. He's going to be worried because you're putting yourself in a dangerous situation, possibly, you know, and like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why are you disrespecting the sanctity of your marriage like that? Like if Eric went to go sleep with some at some at, at some girl's house, you'd feel some type of way. So unless those unless those guys are gay and even if they are gay, I don't care, man, get your ass back home. You have a home to sleep in. What are you doing sleeping at somebody's house when you have somebody at home and in your own house? Like, what's the sense of sleeping out for? Uh, unless it was like a, you know, freaking, I, I remember when uh, my friends with benefits, I mean, not that we um, stay together, but she went to go to a, a bachelorette party. So, yeah, so I can understand why she is out of her house overnight. But if you're, but it seems, it seems like Virginia just goes out, you know, one of, you know, on her Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights, and Jin just stays over the dude's house. And again, that's cool if you're single. But now that you're married, bring your ass back home. Or if you're too drunk, I will go pick you up. And then I will take you home. Take you back home because that's where you belong. What are you doing sleeping at some other dude's house? And you thinking that it, it's okay. Like, And now I know why Eric says that she has this boyfriend girlfriend mentality like no you're married just like a woman uh has certain expectations for uh, for her dude to be her husband guess what you have certain expectations from a guy who has expectations of what a wife should be and if you think that's a double standard fine it is one <laughs> Because, you know, women all the time say it all the time. I want my husband to be this, 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 that, and the third. Okay. Well, guess what? Men have some expectations too. And Virginia is not meeting them. She is not a girlfriend. She is a wife. Act like one. But also, yeah. So, and she feels like she needs to ask permission to go places. So, of course, there's that that dichotomy that's that's going on <clears throat> so yeah they have they have a lot of they have a lot of stuff to uh to uh figure out but um what's it called so uh so we get to chris and page and chris finally comes back from his chicago thing and and this was super weird because this was super uh climactic where you see the um, establishing shot of their apartment, like outside their windows, and then he's like, "Oh, you know what's up?" You know how he fucking talks. Like he can't muster up the courage to say anything, and she's like, "Yeah, what's, what's going on?" And then it's like Chris would not allow production to film the conversation with Paige, and it's like, "Okay, when did he have power to do this?" Like you're the you're the show. <laughs> You'd be like, "Nah." 
we are recording this, but whatever. And um, it says, um, he and he says, I'm not here to fake shit. I got to keep it 100% with you, 100% honest. I'm not trying to waste your time or mine. Then it says, Paige. Then it says, Chris and Paige cut their Microsofts off. <laughs> then it's like, after the meeting, Paige calls the producer to share the details of their conversation. And it's like, what the hell is going on? And the, the thing is, I'm, I'll tell you, man, these producers and these editors are fantastic because I was on the edge of my seat because the music was going crazy. I was like, what's, what's going on? What? 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 <laughs> what's going on? What is going on? And then the producer is like, what? what? What's going on, Paige? And she's like, she, he's trying to get back with his ex. He says I'm. Uh, he said I'm still in with. I'm still in love with my ex, and she, and Paige is mad because it's like, yo, you didn't even give this a chance. And I'm like, Paige, you are thinking about the wrong thing right now. <laughs> you know, um, you didn't even give this a chance because, yo, she's head over heels for this dude, and I don't know why. I mean, it's this. It's the same. It yo. It just the same. It's like that song by Celine Dion and. Bull Bryson, man, tail as old as time, beauty and the beast. Okay, I don't know why good girls fall for bad guys. Once we can figure that out, then we can figure out what's going on in this situation. But anyway, she he she says that he says he wants to move forward and get a divorce, and he already spoke to a divorce and a divorce attorney and everything and she says i feel disgusted for having any type of intimacy with this man um but i mean that and i'm gonna be petty right now but it's like oh he he passed your middle name test you know where you thought it was okay because remember she was like oh i wouldn't mess with anybody who doesn't know my middle name and then he said your middle name was i don't know whatever it was and then he gave you that little wink and then you and then you got all like gushy and stuff like that so i mean okay (laughs) um benny anyway she's like i'm done i'll air out everything to pastor cal i'll go to pastor cal with this bullshit and blah 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 so i don't know she says i'm done she hangs up the phone so the next day um, or no, no not even the next day i believe it's, it's still the same night because i believe she's still wearing the same clothes um it's chris and page and pastor cal comes in and pastor cal's like oh, hey what's what's going on tell me everything and she told she tells him everything from the wedding to five hours ago <laughs> about the continuously having sex um unprotected mind you which is what she said during Pastor Cal's uh, confession. She's she's been having unprotected sex with this guy, so I don't even know if he nutted. And oh no no, I mean he probably did, but um, uh, she had her period, so she's not pregnant. But again, um, yeah, she's had unprotected sex. He told her, "I'm not attracted to you," and all that stuff. You've you've been following me, so you you know all the stuff that he says. So um. But she says that she didn't want to, she didn't want to rock the boat. She didn't want to upset her husband, and she wanted to fill fulfill her wife duties. She never had unprotected sex and had sex with. They had sex with each other every day, and it's like, 
Pastor Cal is hurt is hurt by what's going on with her but at the same time he was like whoa you had unprotected sex like why why did you do that and she just answered you know she answered she didn't want to upset upset her husband blah 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 and he just like lets her go it's like okay yeah chris is a douche we understand that but why why aren't we pressing why aren't we pressing page on her i mean i'm sorry I, i really am sorry but on her stupidity like, what are you doing? Why can't we hold her accountable? This man says that he doesn't want to, they, that he doesn't find you attractive. You have sex with him. He tells you that he's six six weeks pregnant with his ex-fiance. You continue to have sex with him. Unprotected. Like, at least be, like, if you're going to have sex with a dude, at least strap up. You don't know where this guy has been. Um, But you, yeah, you keep doing it. You keep, and you, and, and, what we know of Paige now that she freaking loves this guy every time that you have sex with him he's probably you know what he's probably a good fucker so you get more and more into him which is why you like lashed out because anybody else would be like no fuck this guy he's an asshole blah 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 but you keep finding excuses for this guy and also avoiding accountability for yourself um about the situation that you're in uh, until it was too much until like oh i'm leaving you know like you you waited to leave him when he was leaving you this should have ended a long time ago um so i don't understand why i mean yes fine yes absolutely Paige is the victim in this thing but at the same time she didn't make it she didn't make it easy on herself i mean i mean i mean she didn't make it hard for herself it was easy to manipulate her because look look what happened i don't know but um so pastor cal and page are talking chris isn't there um but then he finally comes in i don't know how long after the fact but he finally comes in and he talks to the he talks to page and pastor cal and says hey uh Pastor Cal is saying what's going on and Chris says yeah it's hard for it's hard having someone else raise your child and yeah which is true I mean which is why I never want to have unprotected sex with somebody that isn't going to be my wife you know um I will always strap up and no one is going to talk me out of it or shame me for it because I don't want to be put in that position where let's say I do have sex with somebody and I, I don't know they get pregnant but it's like well I never meant to continue a life <laughs> with you necessarily and now yeah sure I have the quote-unquote right to leave but now you're going to raise my child with someone else you know another dude or maybe you just want to be a single mom and I guess whatever that's fine but it's like just the fact that um like my kid is going to be raised without me like that's what I don't like that so I would rather have um I would rather wear a condom until the time is right where I'm like nope this is this is gonna be my wife and and then do that um 
and then Pastor Kyle says, well, there is a difference between raising your child and being with your ex again because, yeah, you can still raise the child while you're with somebody else. That's not an issue. But the thing is, you want to get back with your ex. So what's the deal with that? And he says, well, through this process, he's re he realized that he still loves his ex. And then Pastor Kyle says, well, you broke up for a reason. Now that reason is invalid. And Chris says, well, I haven't got that far yet. And that's true. You know, like that's and and that's kind of I guess that's what kind of gets me still uh on the right path because again as i said before in last couple of episodes in the last couple of episodes i believe um in the in the beginning that i i i still think about my well not that i still think i have never stopped thinking about my ex-fiance and i don't i mean of course i played with the idea of like oh would i ever get back together with her if she ever broke up with her husband or something like that and i wouldn't because we broke up for a reason and even if we got back together, that reason would still be valid of the reason why we broke up. So what's the point? Like, what's the point of playing house when we know what would set the fire off to burn that house? You know, so it'd be a ticking time bomb. It it, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be uh, it wouldn't be worth it. So that's what keeps me kind of grounded from that dream life like oh man maybe maybe this time it'll work like nope it's not gonna work because of this issue and it'll never work because of this is this issue so dash those hopes it's it's done uh so yeah so i understand i understand pastor cal he's awesome and um so uh pastor cal leaves and then it's just Paige and chris sitting at the sitting at the um the couch and he's like i hope you don't hate me and then he whispers in her ear and then she smiles and i'm like oh man is this gonna be a fucking what is that movie with um scarlett johansson and um bill murray um what's it a beautiful no not a beautiful mind what is it um you you already i i can hear you guys saying it already um i'm looking it up right now scarlett johansson Ah, crap. <laughs> Damn, what's that? Lost in Translation. That's what it was, yes. <laughs> uh, Lost in Translation. Yeah, like, is it going to be, like, the Lost in Translation thing? And it's, like, we're never going to find out what she's, like, what he said. Like, do I have to wait until the reunion to to know what she's, to know what he said? But then Paige says it, and he says um, his his biggest fear is falling in love with her. And then he smiles, and she's like don't say that to me don't say that to me like she's like she's in the palm of her hand again and i'm like fam what does this guy have teach me teach me chris teach me because you're the biggest douchebag like seriously chris is the biggest okay like he i don't there's a difference between me there's a difference between me personally hating somebody and also um being the worst I don't want to say consistent participant in on this show, but like for me, um, it's still it's still Sheila. I hate the most, even though, uh, man, what was her name? Ooh, Katie. Yeah, Katie. Um, is a very like Sheila is one A and Katie is one B, but definitely on the man 
I mean, there's been bad people. There's been Luke who completely messed up with, uh, uh, not Beth, Kate. Uh, um, there was Matt, basketball Matt, that messed up with Amber. There was freaking Ryan D from like season two. Ryan D the douche. He, he's a horrible guy. Um, I don't think there's any other bad guy per se. But the worst, the absolute worst, is uh, Chris. He is the worst guy that they've ever had on the show. And he might, I mean, I guess to more people, and I wouldn't even argue this, that he's probably the worst person that they've ever had on. Oh, Mike. There's Mike, too. Mike the liar. But um, Brandon, probably he can be on there, too. But Chris is the worst. Uh, the worst, definitely the worst man. Oh, Zach. Zach, too. The one I was talking about with Mindy. Chris is definitely the worst man ever on Married at First Sight, and I don't think anybody will be able to beat him, and I know there's like six more seasons left, but trust me, no one will be able to beat Chris. He is the worst man, the worst male participant on Married at First Sight in the history of the show, but I, but, and I wouldn't, I don't think I'd necessarily argue if they even said that Chris is the worst person on uh married at first sight although i mean I, I would give it to him like okay yeah i could see that but again it's it's sheila and katie for me those, those are the top two but yeah but whoo he's 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 the worst um i don't know but yeah but um i don't know what it is about him that 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 page is so smitten with him that she would allow all this stuff to be done to her and Chris is the reason why I can't get women because I don't have that Chris factor. Chris, uh, there's there's plenty of Chris's out there and they continue to win, which is why they continue to act this way. So, and it's so funny because women will diss me to be more like Chris. And it's like, why? Look at him. Look at what he does. But whatever. All right, fine. Deal with it. But uh, yeah, so uh, as of right now, I guess they're getting divorced, and that is another early divorce. I remember there hasn't there hasn't been too many. There's been this one, there's been Brett and Olivia, and uh, I believe in season four, there was uh, yeah Heather and Derek. They like divorced during the honeymoon, I believe. Um, Brett and Olivia, oh, oh Mindy and Zach, they they ended early um and brett and olivia they ended early too so this is another one so this is probably the fourth or fifth one so that's pretty that's pretty intense that's pretty crazy so they go to Haley and jacob um so Haley is a physical no Haley is oh wait hold on they go to Haley and jacob and pastor cow pastor cow is talking to them and Haley admits that she is not a physical touch person and it's like okay fine but you had sex <laughs> and that's all touching so and she says that physical touch is last on her list and for me after that i'm, I'm done with her like I, she's on my shit list now uh because it's like okay so why did you have sex with him why did you have sex with him if you are not a physical touch person not even not a physical touch person. It's last on your list, but yet you had sex with him to give him an impression that you were, that you liked him, that you were cool with him. You know what I mean? And now you're standoffish. Even before the whole accusation of him saying that you had a boyfriend, 
you set it up where things were going great, you had sex, and then now you just retract, like, super. And it's like, come on, man. Like, you don't do that. And again, that for me, I would have been, well, I mean, if I was on Meredith first, I really couldn't do this because I wouldn't be able to know if she wasn't a physical touch person. But me, that's so, imp- now that I know what my love language is, that is so important to me. If if physical touch isn't on number one or two on your thing, I we could be friends, but I'm not dealing with that. I'm not dealing with you. I'm not. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, that Because that is very important to me. And I'm not going to see that there there's a non-negotiable ryan that's my non-negotiable you need to be i don't i'm not saying you need to be as feely touchy like me but you can't be like oh i don't like being touched get out of here nope not dealing with it sorry um and jacob gets kind of mad because he's like he's like hey man like we're married like we we hug strangers and it's like you don't want to touch me and then I, I get that. And at the same time, I don't want to discredit Haley because her feelings matter too. But still, it's like, okay, you have no problem hugging strangers, but you don't want to touch your freaking husband. Um, I get it. But at the same time, for her, especially her being a woman, you you can't force things on her. So I get it. You can't force her to do things that she doesn't want to do. I understand that. So, um, with Ryan, so we're up to Ryan and Clara. Um, so Pastor Cal finds out they, that they haven't had sex yet, but, um, he wants more than sex. He wants, he wants, uh, not intimacy, but, uh, just a, a bigger connection than sex. And she's working on it. They, they are physical though. Uh, Clara admits they are physical. So again, I mean, what the hell does that mean? Like, again, are you, jerking them off are you guys groping each other like how old are you guys <laughs> you know what i mean just fucking have sex so she's saying that this is slower than the usual thing that she has but she's um respecting ryan's decision and he says i know I'll, i know i'll be ready to say i love you when it's a feeling i can't explain because again ryan has never said that i love you word i mean love word but he says but Ryan, I mean, no, Pastor Cal, Pastor Cal says that uh, love shouldn't be a feeling. It should be a dedication. You know, it should be a decision. And he and Ryan has been deciding that uh, Clara is the number one thing in his life and all that good stuff. So whatever the word is, you're already doing what the word uh, conveys, essentially. So that's fine that you're, I mean, it's okay that you're, I mean, it's not okay that you're scared of the word, but you're already doing what love is. So you don't need to have that hanging over your head like a dreaded thing. And and again, it reminds me of uh, that couple, uh, Jessica and uh, Jessica and Austin, that she was obsessed with her, her man not saying I love you so she can know that it's real. But he has been doing everything that love consists of. So why does it matter? But again, women need to hear it as opposed to seeing it in front of their own two eyes. Um, so, Brianna and Vincent, <clears throat> um, they are celebrating, you know, just, I, see, I think they're celebrating the night of, you know, getting the new apartment. I mean, they didn't get it, but you know what I'm saying, of staying in the new apartment. 
and then Vincent uh, pops the uh, bottle, but I guess he pops it too much, or I guess he shook it beforehand before he popped it, so when he popped it, it spilled all over the floor. And then Brianna's like, oh, man, that's real Vincent of you. Woo. You know, the, uh, that that's a real Vinny thing that you did. And he's like, the fuck? <laughs> and she kept going and going and going. And he's like, yo, you're like, I'm good. And, and she's like, no, he's like, oh, man, you know, that's like the first time that's like happened to me. Right. And she's like, well, that's the first time for everything. Like a very smart comment. And. She's like, oh, hey, do you want to share a closet with me? And he's like, nah. And he's like, oh, what? You don't like me? And it's like, why? how do we? I hate it when girls do that. It's like, how do you? How did you jump from that to that? It's like, bitch, I don't want to share a closet with you. And then he's like, well, you have mad, you have mad clothes. So it's like, you can, you can have your own closet. It's all right. Like, you good, you know? And then, um. She's like, no, but like, no, what's going on? I feel, I feel a change in you. And he's like, well, you know, I'm tired of your smart ass comments. And she's like, what did I say? What did I say? And it's like, bitch, you know what you said. Um, because you, you can tell by her saying that she does that shit all the time. And then, um, he's like, yo, just give me some respect. Like, what, what, can, can you just do that? And then, um, She's like, well, what are you talking about? I don't, I don't say smart comments. And then, a couple like minutes later, she says, all right, I do say smart comments, but I, but I say it in jest. I say it like funnily, funnily. What the hell kind of word is that? She says it um for fun. And then he's like, well, what does, what does, ooh, that's real Vinny of you mean? What, what does that mean? Does that mean that Vinny's stupid or that he's an idiot? Is Vinny an idiot? And she's like, you know, I would never say that to you. I wouldn't say that. And I mean, I believe her, but at the same time, it's like, fam, well, you could, that's real Vinny of you. So that means that there is a characteristic that this fictional person named Vinny does all the time that you can characterize in a phrase. So what is it? Like, is Vinny, quote unquote, an idiot? What is, what, why would you say that? You know? Um, and she's like, oh, um, you know, I, I guess I should be careful what I say. I'm learning that he's more sensitive than I am, a.k.a. now she's going to think that he's a bitch. <laughs> I hate that line. Oh, I guess he's more sensitive than I am. Like, no, he can take a He can take a joke. But when you're when you're jabbing at him saying, oh, well, there, you know, he's doing what he does. <laughs> that, that, that's completely different. You don't do that. You know, I, I understand what you're saying. Um, I don't know. And then she's like, oh, you know, I don't know why, you know, I can't say stuff like that. And, you know, you don't know where I'm coming from. And then Vince is like, I don't know how you're turning this around like it's my fault. And I'm like, ooh, look at that. Because I didn't even peep that. I was like, hey, Vincent, that's true. She's trying to turn it around like it's his fault that he can't take a joke. It's like, no, bitch, why are you making a joke out of me? what is what is the issue i'm not the joke here i freaking opened the champagne bottle wrong and then that should have been like oh man like i don't know you you could have done it in such a different way to get your point across to be like oh man like man there you go again like even saying that that you know then he would have been like oh man i got under my shirt i'm sorry and then like that's it but no you just kept going at it oh that's real Vinny of you huh man look at Vinny at it again and it's like fam what is what is what are you talking about 
And then she's like, I feel like I don't want to talk about this anymore. And she just shuts down the conversation. Like, we ain't just have an argument. Like, you can just do that. We're having a discussion, and you don't want to talk about it anymore? All right, fine, whatever. Um, And he's like, well, I can always go back home. And he did <laughs> he 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 went straight he went straight home now me i think that would have been that's a little too far but i get the gesture because it's like listen you are not going to do this to me again so it's it's different it's different if you um uh stay in the guest room than you leaving the entire premises you know uh it's it sends a message like listen okay we're not doing that you are not going to disrespect me in any way shape or form okay but then again he can't be he can't keep using that card again because now it doesn't it, one it'll lose its allure and two it's too much work to just up and leave the entire place like you could you could have went to the guest room you didn't need to do all that but i but i i respect your stance i respect your stance on that i i completely understand but uh yeah and then i mean that's how the episode ends and it's gonna uh it's gonna be interesting to see uh the next episode to see how they uh come from that but yeah yeah so <clears throat> there's that but um all right, so of course we're at the end of the uh, episode, so we are going to do um, the skin deeps, the and card game, self edition card game, and I believe we're up to card twenty. So, card twenty, what do you have for me? There we go. Am I asking the right questions? Wow. Um, damn, that's vague, but that's kind of awesome too. <laughs> <clears throat> am i asking the right questions that could be for anything um i don't know that could be that could i don't know that could, that that means a lot um because there's a lot of things that's going on in my mind right now again like i said i'm moving so am i asking the right questions to move further in life in that or just that retrospect am i asking the right questions for the story that i told you at the beginning of this at the beginning of this episode with uh the with doctor am i asking the right questions of that and not necessarily am i asking the right questions to get with her or whatever but am i asking the right questions to even to even not even fathom a relationship but why am i why am i obsessed with her right now like where where is that coming from i think those are the questions that need to be asked because maybe it's not necessarily her again like i said i i, I have been lonely so is she just a placeholder for the feelings that i actually am having which is the lack of love in my life and the lack of a beacon to go to when i need uh, help or uh, uh, or something to shoot my attention towards and my emotions and my love like is she just a placeholder that i'm just that my mind is just using to hone in on like will there be a crush uh in a month from now that 
takes doctor out of the equation that could could be because i mean I, I i hey man i'm 41 years old maybe i'm too old to have crushes but i do i have crushes all right leave me alone <laughs> um so i think it's those kind of questions and i haven't i mean i'm kind of halfway there about asking myself the right questions because yeah i do want to know why i keep gravitating towards people that will probably never work in us in centuries but there but there's something there that's what i hate the connection is there and um that's why i gravitate towards the people that i do because i because i don't just like anybody you know what i mean and um i do gravitate towards the people that i gravitate towards that that's just me and that is why i guess i want to know why which is why i want to go past the i guess the friend thing to see where it is but of course not everybody is and nor should they <laughs> have me like explore them and you know sexually or whatever to know what that is but it's just that i know that i have a connection with them and i would love to explore what that is but no one no one i don't have the right to that and they don't need they don't need to give me the right to do that they could do whatever they want they could be like oh martini you're crazy i'm not doing anything with you <laughs> you know what i mean but i do i mean it's kind of it's kind of like the thing is with dating you know you date different people to see what they bring out of you and that's the same thing with the crushes that i have i want to see what they do to me and why they affect me in such a way and um yeah and i guess that's what i'm quote-unquote using doctor for and uh, but i just need to ask the right questions as if like why does why does she affect me the way that she does why does it why do any of the crushes do or is there a over overlining arc or theme that i'm missing so i don't have to use these people just to get to my answers and i can just get my answers independently of them so i don't get hurt in the process when i can't get the connection that i am seeking for with my uh crushes you know because again i'm a masochist i know none of these relationships will work but i know that there's a connection and i want to know why and i'm always going to get hurt in the meantime but i do it anyway because at least i find out why i like them or whatever um while i hurt <laughs> while i get sh sh stricken down with uh no martini we're just friends or something i still want to know and then that's how i do it but if i can find what that is independently of going through all those trials and tribulations and going through that hurt that'd be amazing so those are the questions that i need to ask myself those are the right questions i need to ask myself but anyway well, I mean, well, I guess, like I said, this week we'll get we'll get to find out what that is. All right. But anyway, that's the end of the show. Thank you for listening to the Inquisitive Nobody podcast. You can find this podcast on multiple digital service providers such as Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, and iHeartRadio. You can also follow the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Vero at T I N Q P O D. That is at Tink Pod. If you have any questions or topics you want me to discuss, email me at T-I-N-Q-P-O-D-C-A-S-T at gmail.com. That is tinkpodcast at gmail.com. 
and I'll read your suggestions on the next show. So after today's episode, I'm not saying that I have the dating world figured out, but I am getting closer to figuring out a way to love within it. Thank you for listening. My name is Martini Jean, and I am the Inquisitive Nobody. <laughs>